0: Comforter, helper. Lift up your hands and ask. Minister Albert said close your eyes. And in your own words, say, Lord, this morning I receive your strength. I receive the comfort of your spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, this morning, I pray fall afresh upon us, O God, in your strength and in your power, in your comfort, O God, and in your help. Lord, without you, we can do nothing, but with you, with us, all things are possible unto us. So this morning, Lord, I pray that, Lord, let your power of divine possibility fall upon everyone here and everyone online. I ask the Lord, make the impossible possible turn things around perfect that which concerns your people for you have said you will do it and we trust in your word have your way this morning Holy Spirit in Jesus mighty name let these lips of clay bring forth the power of your divine word in Jesus mighty name amen amen praise the Lord hallelujah please be seated in the presence of the Lord God bless you welcome to Liberty Center of the Lord's Garden Ministries and we thank God for his grace upon all our lives. Amen. And so we thank God for his grace. This one I'm bringing to you a word of God our title Mara. Mara. Amen. Mara means bitter. That's what Mara means. It means bitter. I'll start from the book of Exodus chapter 15 the verse 22 to 27. Bible says So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters. The waters were made sweet. Then he made for them a statute and an ordinance. And there he proved them and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, he said, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. And they came to Elim, where there were twelve wells of water, and three score and ten palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. The movement, the exodus, the movement of Israel from Egypt. And as soon as they came out of the Red Sea, the Bible says they were, they were thirsty and they couldn't find any water. They were out of a very serious, uh, many years, 430 years of bondage of slavery. And they had been brought out by a miracle. Can you imagine a Red Sea, a sea parting for people to walk through a path, a dry ground. But that's what happened. Amen. And I pray this mother, may that same God who works outstanding miracles, who work a miracle in your life, that whatever seems impossible, may he bring possibilities to you. Hallelujah. And so, they like said they were thirsty, and they couldn't find any water. Then they chanced upon, this is in the desert, so they chanced upon an oasis, and there was water. You can imagine their excitement and their joy. But when they drank of the water, it was bitter. So it would have even been better if they found no water at all. And the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And Moses, said, when he cried out unto the Lord, the Lord showed him a tree. And he put the tree into the water and the water was made sweet. They were out of a hard time. And this was a wilderness experience they were going through. And you know the wilderness experience is a place and a time where a person faces trials and difficulties and trouble, where there's dryness, unfruitfulness, and sometimes where there's either little or no provision, and surrounded by danger. That's where they were in the wilderness. The, it was a dangerous place, animals, nothing, no sustenance. And we also go through the wilderness times and periods of, of life. When we get into a wilderness experience, sometimes either through wrong decisions, decisions that we've made, or attacks of the enemy, like with Job, or in the case of Jesus, he was tested. He was tested. The word I read is the Lord said, I brought you there to prove you, as to test you. Sometimes you may go through a wilderness experience, which will be a testing period. For you, God doesn't tempt anybody, because there's a difference between temptation and testing. Temptation has the motive of causing you to fall, but testing has the motive of cause of finding out the metal you have and also strengthening you and that 's the difference between what God does and what the enemy does. God never tempts anybody if the devil tempts us, we are sometimes tested by God. Jesus was led by the Spirit to be the, the enemy, tempted by the devil Luke chapter four, verse one and two. I said Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And being forty days tempted of the devil, and in those days he ate nothing, and when they were ended, he was hungry. He was sent into the wilderness, led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness, for Satan to tempt him. But praise be God that he passed the test. Amen. (laughs) It was that testing. The reason why the Spirit of God led him there was to also give us this strength that we have now to know that it doesn't matter the kind of temptation there is by the word of God and by our standing on the word of God we can overcome we can prevail amen Jesus prevailed over the temptation all three of them amen now Israel was in such a state when they found no water they were thirsty and then they find water and it is bitter and you know how they love to murmur so they were murmuring they were angry Sometimes, you know, one minute we are happy with God, the next minute we are memory against God. How many have experienced that? How many have done that? Yes, put your hands up. You are very true people. Let's clap for those who raise your hands. Those who didn't raise your hands. No, don't, don't, if you raise up your hand, don't clap. Those who didn't raise your hand, clap for them. Amen. Amen. You know, one minute you are praising God, thanking God, when that miracle comes through, when that breakthrough comes through. The next minute, is when something comes, you know, and it's bad, then you are saying, ah, but you got why? And all that (laughs) Israel was in such a state and they were disappointed because the waters of Mara were bitter and you know some of these things they come in the time of need they were thirsty they found water looking good and then suddenly realized it is bitter I call that failure at the edge of miracles just when you think that you've broken through then you get disappointed they were disappointed and they call the name of the place Mara that bitter better waters a better place mara can be a better place or time in our lives or a better situation in our life and sometimes it can be so drastic the bitter experience the mara experience can be so drastic that if you are not careful it can even change you many people have been changed permanently because of going through mara naomi in the book of ruth left the land of bethlehem judah and she and her husband went to the land of Moab to sojourn because there was hunger and famine in the land thinking that they were going to find a greener pasture they're going to find food and live better a better life they went seeking a better life but then so many calamities you know happened to them she lost her husband she lost her two sons and she was alone but for her two daughters in law opah one of them at the slightest persuasion went away she left so Naomi said, hey, we'll go back, go back to your parents. She said, but Ruth said, No, I will stay with you. Where you go, I will go. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I'll also be buried. And so they the two of them, Bible said, they went back to Bethlehem. And Bible asked, they came, they entered into the city. People said, Ah, isn't this Naomi? Is that not Naomi who traveled? And she said, Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Because the Almighty has dealt bitterly with me. And you realize that. She and her husband, they took their own decision to go to sojourn in the land of the Moabites. There's no record that they prayed and God said, go. You know, one thing I love about the word is that the word of God is so clear and, you know, explicit on every word. Sometimes and God said, rise, go to Egypt until God's, that's God's instruction. But in this case, they decided that, hmm, let's move to another place. And then now she's saying that the Lord has dealt bitterly with me. You know, saying sometimes it's not God who's dealing bitterly with us. Sometimes it's our choices. Sometimes it's our decisions. In as much as we never want to be at fault, very few people want to be at fault. Many people don't want to accept their fault. Whether it was their mistake or not, they'll always want to shift blame. But until you come to the point in life where you can truthfully assess a situation in your life and find out your part in it, you can never live in the truth, and it will be tough. it will be hard for you to really progress. But whenever there's any challenge, any problem in your life, sit back and ask, "What has been my part in what is going on?" And sometimes you'll be surprised to find that you are either 70 percent responsible, maybe 50, maybe 40. And when you come to that realization, that is when you make an attempt to change. But if you decide that you will not change, the problem will linger. it will stay. Hello, am I with you? Yeah. Or are you with me? Yeah. Uh-huh, because it's like, huh? Everybody, <laughs> because I said, but that is the truth of, of it. She said the Lord had dealt her a bitter blow. She had buried her husband and two children. He said, call me bitter. Call me bitter. Sometimes problems also have a way of changing our names. There was a man called Blind Bartimius. His name was Blind Bartimius. The God of Mark chapter 10 talks about it and ba, blind Bartimaeus Bartimaeus actually means son of Timaeus, Bar, son Timaeus, son of Timaeus and they added blind to it so his name was changed to blind son of, of Timaeus. and I after, after that, I wondered didn't he have a name before he became blind or even if he was born blind his, his parents definitely didn't name him blind but His situation has changed his name. Sometimes your situation can also change your name. Your situation in life can change how people perceive you, how people will even respect you or disrespect you, regard you or disregard you. His name was blind son of Timaeus, but to the glory of God. Oh, church, are we together this morning? (laughs) To the glory of God, by whom no situation is permanent. There's no situation in life that is permanent. Everything in life has a beginning and an end. It is only God who has no end. Amen. Hallelujah. His name is the ancient of days. Yes. So every situation in your life has an expiry date. And in due time, it will expire. This, why I want you to tell yourself that my situation, whatever has happened in my life that I don't like, will expire. It will expire. It's not permanent. No condition is permanent except God. Hallelujah. Amen. So his name, blind, son of Timaeus, was no more because when Jesus gave him back his sight, surely, you can't call him blind anymore. You'll start calling him son of Timaeus. Maybe they'll start calling him by his real name. May people stop referring to you as that man who, that woman, that, that, no. May people stop putting all kinds of names on you. May the Lord who has changed your name, in the day you gave your life to Christ, he changed your name, that now you are his. May that name, that intent of God, and that which God has done, be that which abides over your life. Amen. Ah, listen, I pray this morning, that you have it in your heart to say that, once I was blind, but now I see. I'm a changed human. Something different has happened in my life. Hallelujah amen you know people have a very mean way of attacking people oh and it's not when you say oh do you know that man he's so nice he said oh did he go and steal money from some bank somewhere in and the imaginations are high somewhere in Italy because they say Ghana there should be evidence <laughs> when they say you stole money from Italy who's going to bail you out nobody I pray this morning that may every accusation every false accusation and every negative accusation against your life be brought to naught in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and thank the Lord. I'm talking about Mara. You see you know you are in Mara. This is how you you know that you are in Mara when things are hard. When things are so difficult in your life and you find no help coming that you know that you are in Mara when you are faced with disappointment after disappointment you're struggling, there's no breakthrough, and it seems like there's no hope. But I'm here to tell somebody this morning, the Mara, the Mara days and the Mara situation of your life is not permanent. Hello? Bible says there's hope for a tree, if it be cut down. As it lies down on the, on the earth, at the scent of water, it will bud. There's hope for you. There's hope for your end. Amen. Your Mara days and Mara experiences are not permanent they are passing. They are fleeting. They are temporal. They are not permanent because change is coming your way. As a change is coming the way of somebody this morning in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, put your hands together and thank the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hope. Even in Mara, you must have hope. You must have hope. Even when you are in Mara, still hold on to hope because it's your hope in the times and the day that you are in Mara, that will bring you out of Mara. But if you are in Mara and you, you yourself are saying, oh, my, my situation is hopeless. People actually say that. Oh, my situation is hopeless. And the doctor said, and this person said, whose report will you believe? Talk to me, church. Talk to me. Say, we shall believe the report of the Lord whose report will you believe whose report shall you believe whose report shall you believe cry put your hands together <laughs> amen don't lose hope in Mara and the reason I'm talking to our is that every one of us in one time or the other will go through a Mara experience but are we to stay there no and so your hope Bible would say hope deferred makes the heart sick amen but when we have hope when desire comes bible says it's like a tree of life strong even in the midst of a hopeless situation if you have hope of a change if you have hope of something else it will come to pass but when you agree with the hopeless situation it's hopeless so there's no hope then you will sink but you cannot afford to sink in life no 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 matter what you can't afford to sink and when i say sink i'm not talking about in the swimming pool sink within your soul because sometimes the situation will make you sink fall into depression become listless refuse to do anything no that is not the plan of god for your life hello are we together amen hallelujah don't lose hope in mara the people lost hope and so there's memory and that's one of the things that happens somewhere in mara if you're not careful with some memory against God, start speaking against God, and you get angry with everybody and anything, even your cat can get you know a boot when it passes by. Willful. But listen, do not lose hope in Mara. The people murmured against Moses because they were hurting. No, someone you're hurting, that itself has a way of changing even your character. They complained against Moses, but their complaint against Moses was not actually against Moses, they were complaining against God. Sometimes when you're in Mara and you're complaining and you're complaining about this and complaining about that, remember, you're not complaining about the situation, you're complaining against God. Who has a good plan for you? And all you know is that the next day, the very next day, your breakthrough is coming. The next month, your breakthrough is coming. And you're complaining. Tell somebody, stop complaining. (laughs) Tell another person, don't complain. Amen. Rather, have faith in God. You see, We must have faith in God, in God's provision, and in God's help. We must always keep our faith in God's provision and in God's help. Philippians 1, 6 says that being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work will bring it to a perfect completion or perform it until the day of Christ. Anything that God has begun in your life, he will finish. Whatever God will not finish, he will not start. Because God is not known for disappointing people. No, 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 no. So whatever God has begun in your life, he will bring it to a perfect finish. He will perform it. Hallelujah. God had delivered them out of Egypt, brought them through the wilderness, brought them through the Red Sea, opened the Red Sea, and then they get to Mara and they, they, they come to this place where the water is bitter. Do you think in your mind that God brought them there to die? Definitely not. Why would God deliver you and then bring you to a place and leave you to die? Even in reason, it doesn't make sense. And that whole they should have known that God hasn't brought us to Mara to kill us. It was, it was a transition. They were moving. Amen. They should have rather looked on the promise of God and held on to the promise, but rather they were looking at their situation and they gave up hope. You see, but the thing is that in Mara, it's so easy to forget the promise of God. When you are in a dire dire strait, when things are not working well, it's so easy to forget the promise of God. And sometimes the worst part is that we forget the track record of God. How many of you know God has a track record? How many of you know? God has a track record, record of never failing. He doesn't fail. Amen. And that's how I always say, you are not the first person that God will embarrass himself by by failing you. I mean, why should he do that? God cannot go against himself. I said, God cannot go against himself. Even when we are unfaithful, he still remains faithful. I said, he still remains faithful. Put your hands together and thank the Lord that he has a track record of goodness. He has a track record of protecting his own. He has a track record of providing for his own. He has a track record of helping those who are his. For the Bible says, God knows those who are his amen so god has a track record so understand that mara is not the end of the journey mara was not the end of their journey because god has said to them that i'm bringing you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey was mara flowing with milk and honey yes so so that means that that was not the end of their journey that means there was something ahead of them but when they came to mara they became disappointed they became discouraged felt like that was the end but god's promise when moses when he met Moses and he sent Moses to them, said, I'm taking you to a land that flows with milk and honey. The land of the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, a goodly and large land. That's what he said to them. So if God has made this promise and you come to a place and there's bitter water, you can't even get water to drink. Is water even milk and honey? That should tell you that you are not in the promised land yet. So that should tell you that the moral situation of your life it's not the end of the matter it is not the end of the matter it's a season, it's a time but God is taking you forward as a God is moving your life forward into the fulfillment of his divine promises in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, amen and you know another thing, you have the choice to stay in Mara or to move on some people get caught up in Mara in the place of bitterness in the place of pain the place of nothing, no hope You know, people become bitter, angry, and they give up, and they stay in Mara. You meet some people, and they they, they open their mind. They are talking about, you know, what they lost, the money they lost in 1950. It's gone. Deal with it. It's gone. Deal with it. But have the hope of the God who restores, to restore it to you. Amen. Some people never move from their past. They stay in their past and become bitter and become destroyed. They complained against Moses, but Moses prayed. And the Lord, Bible says, showed him a tree. And that tree is representative of the cross. The tree. Bible says that Christ, Jesus, hung on the tree for us. Hallelujah. The tree was symbolic of the, of the cross of Jesus. And that was the solution to the bitter waters of Mara. Hallelujah. That was a solution to the bitter waters of Mara. And Jesus still is a solution to the bitter waters of Mara in our life. Jesus still remains a solution. There is no other solution. Amen. So Mara is a place that calls for prayer. Because when they murmured against Moses, Bible says Moses prayed and God showed him. It is your prayer that will bring you revelation to know what to do in Mara. Hello. Are we here? Hallelujah. You see, and so Mara is a place, that course of prayer, which will bring revelation, and revelation will also bring solution. Amen. So when you are in Mara, instead of complaining, pray. And pray, and pray, and pray. And pray more. The tougher it gets, pray more. Somebody says, oh, since I pray, it's even worse. Precisely. There's resistance. So that's why you need to pray more. Do not give up on it. Keep on. Hold on. Keep on. Hold on. So, so ever since I became born again, things have been so terrible in my life. That's that's it's right, because when you were in sin, the enemy was, you know, he was happy with you. You belong to him. He can just say, jump off a cliff, you jump. But since you did a turn around, now he sees you as in the opposition. You're opposed to him. So no wonder the attacks. But praise be to God. That Jesus says something. He said, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer, church. Be of good cheer. Because I've overcome the world, put your hands together and thank the Lord. Hallelujah. The more difficult your situation is, the more you need to pray. The more you need to pray. The more you need to pray. Need to pray. Blind Bartimaeus. I'm going back to him. He was blind. The Bible says that one day he was sitting by the roadside, as usual, doing his thing, begging. Cause he had to beg to eat, and then he had. Noise! People shouting, "Hey, hey!" And he said, "What's happening? What's happening?" They said, "Jesus of Nazareth, He's passing by." They are ah, that Jesus who's been raising the dead and healing. He said precisely, "Oh, I, I want him to heal me." So he also stood up and said, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy upon me." They both said, "Shut up, you blind man! Keep quiet." When human beings are calling him, you want to call him. He, did he stop He shouted louder, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy upon me." I'm so Yeti, You're disturbing us. We have to see him first. But I'm telling you, nobody has monopoly over Christ. <laughs> nobody has monopoly over Christ. You'll be shocked that the prayers God might listen to is not the prayers of Apostle, but your prayer. It's a prayer that comes from the depth of faith, the prayer in your heart. And so, sometimes I see people say, "Oh, what is my prayer?" Which empire is in No prayer is small. Of No prayer is of none effect. Once you pray, it's, you are talking to God. And God is not deaf. His hand too is not short. He will hear you. It's not the length of the prayer, it's not how um, religious it sounds under the name of Jesus. No! Your simple prayer, Lord, please help me. Lord, Lord, have mercy on me. Say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. That's it. So have confidence in your prayer. You need to, you, listen, nobody can pray with more passion for you than yourself. We will pray for you. We empathize with you. But when it's said and done, the pain you feel, the anguish you're going through, the strength of your desire makes your prayer different. Talk to God. Tell somebody, talk to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The more difficult the situation gets, the more you pray. The more you pray. So blind, but a man kept on shouting until Jesus heard him. <laughs> but he said, Jesus stood still. Oh Jesus! Uh, may your prayer catch the attention of Jesus. And he said, "Bring him." And then they called the blind man. Listen to them saying, "Be of good comfort." Oh, bote, rise. He's calling you. Hey, these same people were telling me to shut up two minutes ago. Suddenly, when they realized that he had caught the attention of Jesus, they started being comforting. Oh, oh come, be, it's okay. Of he's calling you. Come, let's go. And I'm sure somebody wants to get closer to Jesus. So, you, uh, b- Pat, come. <laughs> or oh, somebody, put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Human beings are funny. Say, oh, black. But come, let me take you. Let me take you, let me take you. Why? Because he knows where he gets to Jesus. He'll be there. (laughs) No, people will never help you. Until they see you've gotten a breakthrough. Then they want to be part of the breakthrough. They want to be part of, you know, the pump and the, hey. But God got him there. And God will get you there. You are the reason. Oh, praise God that Jesus died. Hallelujah. And he went to him. And then, Jesus asked him, what do you want that I should do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. And immediately, he received his sight. And he followed Jesus. May you receive your sight. May you receive your sight. Whatever has blinded you, whatever has upset you so much. I pray that this morning, by the word of God, may strength and comfort and illumination revelation come to you Amen Admira, that was a God made a decree and a statute forever, he said that if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord, Exodus 15-26 and do that which is right in his sight and will give you to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I'll put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians for I am the Lord that healeth healeth thee God's covenant name, Jehovah Rapha, was released there. Said the Lord that healeth, present, continual. God at revealed that He's a healing God, He's a comforting God, He's a God who strengthens, and the God who makes whole. I want to close my word, I want to finish off. So, number one, always pray to get God's attention, not man's attention understand also your Mara is not the end of your journey. So look up. God never said, I'm bringing you to Mara. God never said, I'm bringing you to Mara. You, because of your ways, I'm bringing you to Mara. To a bitter, no, 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 no. And also remember this. God said, come to me. Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. So if you are laboring in life, if you are heavy laden, troubles are much you are in mara say come come to me i will take the burden and i'll give you rest god guarantees us rest from mara but listen to them miracles are born at mara you know where people often get miracles it's when they are hard pressed when they've been to every doctor when they've been to every bank got no loan. When they've done everything, this and that and that and that and have not received any help and there's no hope in sight and it's like they can't find help. They're in Mara. But it is in that time that miracles are born. Miracles are born in times of adversity, in times of difficulty. You know, the Mara days of our life are the days and times I call for divine intervention god's intervention and i pray that may you receive divine intervention in your life for anything that you need and mara you know another thing about mara is mara calls for desperate measures measures of prayer fasting sacrifice seed you, know, you, you must come to this mindset that this is not the end and so i will forge i'll push through amen because there's something Beyond our difficult times. Amen. There's something beyond our difficult times. Reading Psalm 30, verse 45. It says, Sing unto the Lord, ye sins of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endures but a moment. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. They moved to Mara, and immediately they, they moved from Mara, and immediately they came to a place called Elim. And Elim said had 12 wells and 70 palm trees a mighty oasis so one minute they were in Mara the waters were bitter they couldn't drink it then Moses cut the tree made the water sweet they drank. then they move ahead and when they move ahead shortly after they come to Elim where there are 12 wells 70 palm trees so that means that from moving from coming out from the nothing they came to the place of abundance. Out of pain and disappointment, the pains and disappointments of life, God will cause you to experience joy and gladness. Amen. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. You know, miracles are born through adversity. Miracles come through times of pain. So, I just want to tell you that keep walking. Keep on walking. Keep on walking. When you can't walk, crawl if you can't crawl to your scoot, make a little movement. Amen. Because there's something better ahead of you. Amen. Amen. You see, quitters never win and winners never quit. You want to be a winner in life? Learn not to stop. Learn not to quit. Don't quit because ahead of you is Elim. Elim lies ahead of you and you will get there. Not by your strength by the grace of God. That grace that is abundant. That grace that is always sufficient for us. In Mara, the sufficiency of God's grace will be made available to you. And when you contrast, you put, you know, compare Mara and Elim, you realize that no, God is really amazing. God is really amazing. A bitter place, then suddenly a place of waters, of refreshing Waters of that would cause them to thrive. Palm trees, seventy palm trees. Do you understand what that means? What would that mean? Coconuts, plenty coconuts. Oh, yeah. Think twelve wells—that was water. But seventy palm trees also, you know, spells you get coconuts, full provision, abundance of provision. So out of nothing, suddenly God brings them to something. Amen. Do not stay in Mara. In your spirit, don't stay in Mara. Don't allow bitterness and hurt and the situations of life to hold you in Mara. We are looking forward. Amen. Because Jesus died on the cross and that tree, that cross, makes our lives better. and makes our lives sweet. He hung on the cross. Bible says he was crucified. He suffered. Why? So you and I be saved and have life amen we are not staying in Mara we are moving on from Mara to Elim place of restoration the place of the gift of God the abundance of God's provision in the mighty name of Jesus you want to rise up on your feet this morning thank you Jesus and begin to thank God for your life thank you Jesus thank God that his promises don't fail his promises don't fail he said, I am taking you to a land that flows with milk and honey. A la- large land. A place where you eat your bread without scarcity. Then you've come to Mara. What report will we believe? We'll believe the promise of God. We'll believe the word of God. Because God doesn't fail. Bible says, Sarah herself judged him faithful who had promised. Let's judge God faithful. Let's judge God faithful judge the situations around you. Not faithful, not true, but as for God's word, we judge God faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. As you thank God, just think on the greatness of God, the one who opens the recipe, causes us to walk on dry ground. So I want to lift a prayer for yourself, your family. may the Lord deliver you and your family from anything that will steal your joy or wants to steal your joy any disappointments that you have experienced or are going through he's a healer pray that by his power he leads you out out of the difficulty the place of no breakthrough and brings you to the place of his appointment, that which he himself has said. Somebody pray. We are getting to a comforting God you are to me a comforting God you are Exceptional God. Exceptional God. You are exceptional, Lord. You You are to me. exceptional. Exceptional. As your Lord and your Savior, but this morning you want to surrender your life to Him. Say, The Lord, I can't do this by myself, I've tried it on my own. It's hard. This morning, I want to surrender my spirit, my soul, my body, my everything to You. I want to give your life to Jesus? Just lift up your hands wherever you are and come to Me. Everything. We must all come to a point of surrender. You want to rededicate your life to Christ? Say, Lord, this morning I rededicate my life to you. I said sometimes we find ourselves in the Mara, the wilderness place because of choices. But God is merciful. 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 You are saying oh, this morning, Lord, I want to rededicate my life to you. I want to come to the altar. I want to rededicate your life to the Lord. Comfort in God, you are to me. Thank you, Jesus. Let us pray, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, I thank you for every life that has heard your word. You have said that your word that comes out of your mouth never returns to you void until it has accomplished the purpose to which it's been sent. There's a sent word. And I pray this morning for every life and every family represented in this house that may their wilderness experience end. May the Mara days of their lives, my God, receive a turnaround. I pray that may there be a change in situations and change in lives and change in lifestyles and change, my God, that will bring your people to the place of restoration, refreshing, oh God, newness, abundance, oh God, that Lord they will live, my God, to declare your good works. This one, Lord, I pray for every need in this house, and Lord, you know the hearts of everyone. You know the needs of the hearts of your people. I pray that Lord touch their lives. Meet them, Lord, at the point of their need. Glorify your name in their lives, Lord. Jesus, be exalted by reason of what you have done. Thank you for the finished work of Calvary. And thank you that because of Calvary, we are victorious. Thank you for the comfort of your spirit, O God. Thank you, my God, for the help of your mighty right hand. Thank you for the strength of your arm that will fight our battles and bring us to the place my God of victory. Thank you Lord this morning. I bless your lives with the blessing of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's Word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.